Uh, and that's when the cliff is like literally heart-shaped between them. What are you, where are you girls seeing these hearts? I saw no damn hearts. <laughs> Romancing the Monsters. I'm M. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. And today, it's a momentous day. <laughs> Tis indeed. It's something that we never thought would even happen on this podcast, and maybe our listeners are like, why is this an episode? But uh, we are discussing The Force Awakens. <laughs> Yes, the Star dun, Wars dun, dun, dun. movie. <laughs> um, other, uh, all, otherwise known as uh, us trying to make a Raylo out of S, part one. Yeah. <laughs> part one of three. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our title. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God, literally. <laughs> um, yes. So this is a little uh, different from our usual content here on the podcast uh so let's make one thing clear uh i know that everything star wars can be a little touchy for some people so let's make one thing clear we are not star wars experts nor are we star wars nerds we're raylos so if that's (laughs) if that bothers you then the door is right there you know you can click out and don't take anything i say as offensive or get defensive or just oh, in case. Now I'm scared. Do we send her through the door or? No, 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 no. <laughs> It's just, it's just, I'm a newbie. I'm new to oh, this. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remember that. It's just, I don't mean to offend yeah. anyone. If, yeah. Yeah, of course. You know. And if this is the first time that you're joining us for an episode because you are also a fellow, a fellow uh, Raylo and you thought this would be interesting, uh, feel free to go check out our other content. Uh, usually we talk about romance novels uh monster romance is also a big thing on our channel our channel what our podcast (laughs) we're youtubers now uh but yeah so feel free to go check out our other stuff it's different but uh hopefully uh our personalities will shine through today so you can have a feel of what it's usually like I mean, I hope this episode is the best reflection of my personality. Uh, I hope I don't get too bitter. I'm, I'm praying I don't. I don't think I will. I think I'm okay. <laughs> In our hearts, deep down, Seth and I are Raylos. You know, no matter what, no matter what happened, we are Raylos. We love this ship. S is discovering this ship. So uh, how about this is a good place to start, perhaps? Uh Seth and I have already discussed in a prior episode uh, our history with uh, Star Wars, where it began, how it evolved, where it is now. So if you want to hear about that, uh, go check out our Love Hypothesis uh, episode, which is a Raylo fanfic turned trade pub book. So that's where it is. But S was not a part of that episode. 
and she's a newbie. So I'm just curious to know, what do you know about Star Wars? Because you're not like, you know, you've seen the movies, correct? I Yes. yes. Have you seen all of them? No. Um, I have seen, every time I go over uh, my sister's house, she always has either a Star Wars movie or a Marvel movie playing. <laughs> so I've seen parts of like the previous Star Wars movies. And like James, her fiance, has tried to like, kind of explain the storyline. Um, like who's who and what's what. Um, but for this movie, I played it and I've seen it before. Yeah. Right? Is this is this the one is this the one that I watched where I told you I went to the movies and the whole nacho no, thing? No, that was the last one, the third one. Okay. So this one I played it. I didn't think I've seen it before, but I played it and like I know I kind of knew what was going uh-huh. on. Well, I mean, I feel way. like I remember you telling me you've seen this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you probably went with okay. Veronica when it like first probably. premiered or something. Okay. Then yeah, then maybe because it was very familiar, so yeah. We yeah. would love to have Veronica and Gabby, uh, if you know Gabby. She's been uh, on the podcast before. We're going to try yeah. and have them on at least one episode. So maybe for The Last Jedi, maybe for um, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just so we can all be better together. <laughs> um, but today is all about The Force Awakens, episode seven. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. So you do have some idea of like what this like nine movie arc, what happens before this question mark? A little bit. Okay. So you're kind of watching this as like its own separate thing, which is interesting. I think it's probably yeah. how I see it as well, to be perfectly honest. But that's how you watched it too, right, Marge? No, no you I've seen the all of, of movies. Of, yeah, I've seen okay. all of Star Wars, but I think okay. when I first saw these movies, I hadn't seen the first six in a long, long time. So it probably did okay, feel okay. to me kind of like it does to us as like its own trilogy, you know, its own separate thing. So can I ask a question then? Of course. Um, instead of asking like towards the end, I'll ask it now. So you, both of you have been Star Wars fans since like the beginning or did you guys become star wars fans mainly with these last three um well for me i remember watching the prequel movies as they were coming out like when i was a kid um Mm -hmm. but i wasn't like obsessed with it i just remember um i don't know i guess noticing darth maul out of all people (laughs) and obviously anakin um which is like you know Kylo Ren's grandfather Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so I yeah I wasn't like obsessed with it I wasn't like invested at all with it as a child um and then cut to high school um my teacher actually showed us um the episodes was it yeah it was episode six randomly and I was like oh my gosh this character arc of Darth Vader I'm obsessed and then I just went back and watched all the movies and that's when I became like a super fan then two years later I was like I was so excited for this movie to come out and I remember, like, checking the cast when they got announced. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm loving these people. And, yeah, so I was, like, a part of it through the process from 2013 onwards. Yeah, I'll, for- I'll forever be sad that I wasn't, like, a part of it in those early, early days of the sequel trilogy. Forever sad. Yeah. Uh, for me, I had a phase as a kid when I was, like, six or seven 
uh, where I was obsessively watching episode two and three because I was kind of in love with Anakin. <laughs> Your tragic childish heart. Yeah, I mean, I was like full on pretending I had like a lightsaber and shit. Like I, that was, I was, I had a face. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gift wrapping paper. It wasn't gift wrapping paper. It was a lightsaber. I mean, I was obsessed with um, Padme's like wardrobe. Like I was really into designing clothes at oh, the time. Yeah. Like I really thought I was gonna be a, a wedding dress designer at that point in my life. Uh, also, like, slash, uh, I guess, someone who would have lightsaber fights, whether that be uh, a Jedi or a Sith. I don't know. Um, and a tortured husband. Weren't you obsessed with Anakin as well? Oh, of course. I mean, I was into Anakin. Like, he was my first crush as a yeah. kid. First yeah. crush. Um, so... <laughs> Mine was Darth Maul. <laughs> I feel like it checks out well for both of us. Uh, yeah, and then I stopped for many, 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 many years until... Uh, was it 2017 when Gabby sent me fan art, sexy fan art that she <laughs> meant to send Seth and I went, mm-hmm. hold on a minute. Um, <laughs> but I had seen uh, The Force Awakens when it first came out. Like, I did see it, but um, it kind of didn't yeah. go further than that until the fan art. The fan art capitalized. Um, <laughs> and then I was forever yeah. changed. <laughs> so, Seth... What is a Star War? <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually be talking right? about this. Um, anyways, this feels so surreal. Like, I can't I believe it. I know. I'm like, am I hallucinating this right now? Or am I dreaming this? Like, is this actually, are we actually talking about this on the podcast? What's I had happening? a three hours of sleep last night, so I don't know. So this is like a fever dream. I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like we've been edging this moment for two years on the podcast. So... <laughs> We're here. The fine, the time. Whoa, I can't speak. <laughs> I'm just gonna say the time has finally come. Oh yeah. Okay. So basically, this movie is about a scavenger and an ex stormtrooper, um, who enlist the help of legendary smugglers slash freedom fighters, um, Han Solo and you know Chewbacca, um, to transport a droid carrying information regarding the whereabouts of a long lost Jedi, which we know is Luke Skywalker. So the movie starts off with Poe Dameron, um, who hid the map in his BBA. <laughs> his BB unit called BB-8. Yeah. There you go. His BB unit. Um, the in the droid. So basically, um, in yeah. hopes that the droid would stay safe on Jakku. Um, but the first order is after him, and now Ray, Finn, Han Solo, and Chewbacca are. You know, they're on this top secret mission of taking this droid before the First Order comes and, you know, gets that information. Because we know um, Kylo Ren is after this droid as well because he wants the map to destroy mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and, yeah, that is uh, the general idea of this, this the first movie. Right. Okay, so before we jump into uh, a more in-depth uh, discussion of what actually happens in this movie... Uh, <laughs> We need <laughs> thoughts and opinions here, and of yeah. course, uh, S is gonna have to go first because she's the one that you know. This is all on her. The spotlight is all on you in these episodes. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> so, did you like it? Did you not like it? How, like your thoughts? Um. Okay. So I did end up enjoying it. Um, it took me a little bit to get into, but um. I'm here. I did get hooked. I enjoyed it. Are you um, hooked on Rayla? There's something there. There's an intrigue there mm-hmm. that wasn't there before. 
What are your thoughts on like the characters are introduced? To? Um, I really liked Ray. From what I remember, she's she's an orphan. She lost her family, right? Yeah. Um, the interactions that she had with Kylo were really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I am looking forward to seeing more mm-hmm. interactions <laughs> in the future. <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't really care for Finn, his yeah, character. Okay. and Fair. Yeah, I didn't care for him. Um, for Poe, I, I guess I was just kind of mm, indifferent yeah. in regards to him. But I was kind of, I was wondering how you would feel about it. Personally, I don't like Poe. I never have. But... Mm-hmm. I just, I was wondering how you would feel about him because I know you like Oscar Isaac so much that mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she'll like him just because it's Oscar. I, I mean, he's hot, but Oscar I mean, Isaac's I just... hot. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's enough to make you like a character, uh, okay? He is. <laughs> sometimes the character is just <laughs> that's, hot. That's daddy right there. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't, it was, his character's, it's there, it's just, it's whatever, um... Uh, I guess I was noticing a lot, like, the way the the acting uh-huh. and the way, like, the movie was shot. Like, it was a little cheesy. Yeah. I noticed yeah. just a little bit, you know. Um, it's very, but I it found was meant it... to pander very much to uh, episode four mm-hmm. to, to the fans of, like, the original uh, yeah. trilogy. So it felt cheesy because of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then it has, like, his little, like, funny moments as well. Who? That... Oh, the, you like mean the movie? Okay, the movie, yeah. the movie. Yeah, there was yeah. like little like moments that were funny. Uh-huh. Um, I'm intrigued with Kylo Ren. Uh-huh. Okay. What about him intrigued? Yeah, tell us. This is we need to focus on this a little bit. Like, <laughs> let's linger in this moment. His hair to begin with. <laughs> he has his princely locks. He has <laughs> really nice hair. So I'll start off by saying that when these movies first started coming out, I was watching the Girls. show Girls. I will forever be bitter about that ass. Yeah. So I was watching Girls yeah. and his character in that show, I I hated him. I hated his character. So after I finished watching that show and then seeing Adam Driver come out and other things, yeah. I couldn't take him seriously. Yeah. yeah. So I remember you telling me that. I guess that was one of the main reasons why it didn't really intrigue me as much to start these movies. Yeah. But that aside, like, I'm, I'm watching the movie and I'm having, like, a new perspective. I really like him. He's, I see him, I can see the appeal to him. I can see why everybody has gone crazy for Adam Driver and... The whole Kylo Ren uh-huh. character and all that, but um, yeah, I'm intrigued. I want to see more. Um, there were some scenes where I would love to read like some fan fan fiction based off of you yes. know certain scenes and certain things that he says. Yes. Girl, there's fanfic for everything. I'm sure, but yeah, all that to say, I'm looking forward to watching the other two movies. Seth. I'm 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 looking forward to hearing what you have to say because you were the one that. It was probably the most difficult for you to to actually watch yeah. this. Yeah. Um. I, I won't say that it was an easy start. I I literally had to like start this movie at least like three times because like I would just be like I can't watch this and like shut it down and then like. Uh-huh. Anyway, so it just took me a while to actually start watching, and then me being me. Of course, I'm bitter about the whole thing, and, like, I was just hating every second of it. I was like, this is so dumb. Why the heck am I watching this stupid movie? Um, 
but then like as like Ray's music started playing and all that like I started getting teary-eyed I was like girl I did too when her music came on when she was like you know when her introduction is like happening and stuff I fully got teary-eyed I was like this is emotional for me like I had such a deep emotional connection with that character and I, it, I, it kind of made me realize that I missed it, you know, like, I, it felt like there was a hole. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was getting at. Like, I really felt like I missed this, like, these characters, Kylo and Ray as well. Like, I just, like, I loved them so much. Like, they were such a big part of my life for so many years that I'm, like, I was kind of sad that I let them go. Um, but, yeah, no, I got emotional. And I also got really emotional at, like, the part where Ray sees the older lady and she's looking over at the older lady that's, you know, also a scavenger. And I was like, damn, this girl really – oh, and I can't spoil it. But, like, <laughs> I was just like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so I was really emotional, but I'm kind of happy I did it. Um, Do you think it helped? I ripped the Band-Aid off. Okay. It's good. Yeah. Marge, how was it for you? It was good. I mean – Let's be honest, like I am I I feel like I'm very good at moving on. <laughs> like yeah. which is not necessarily a good thing to be perfectly honest, but um when something hurts, I just I move the fuck on. <laughs> and I'm very good at cutting things out of my life. So so it feels I, I felt fine, to be perfectly honest. Like, that's what I, I'm trying to say. Like, re-watching this, I have fully parted with my bitter-ass emotions about I, I this wish whole I was, thing. like, that well. In my- well it's not necessarily <laughs> like a good that well. thing, though. It's just not necessarily a good thing. Like, sometimes I do cut things off a little too easily, you know? Um, this is turning into therapy, but... <laughs> right? <laughs> anyways... <laughs> So tell me how you feel. Um, but yeah, so it was fine. Like I, I, I don't have that like bitter or or sadness attached to these movies anything or anymore. But I will say, strangely enough, because it's been like what two and a half years or so since I've seen a single Star Wars movie, it felt like watching it for the first time again like I was noticing things that I don't think I've ever noticed in the sense that like I was noticing how musical it is like how much music there is in these movies yeah I don't know like it was bizarre in a way like I was like oh my god this feels weirdly new and also like I feel like it's been probably even longer since I've seen The Force Awakens than The Last Jedi but it was overall like a a good uh, experience, and it just brought back all those little feels that I had. <laughs> and you know, there are certain scenes in this movie. It doesn't matter how many times you've seen the scene, yeah, twenty times, twenty five times, thirty times. When it comes on, you're just sucked to the screen. Like you're just you you're just completely sucked into what's going on on the screen because it's that Agreed. magnetic. You know, it's just you can't look yeah. away. We'll talk about the scene. <laughs> I know but. what scene you're talking about or what scenes you're talking about. Yeah. But no, I agree with that. I actually didn't mention before really quickly that this is my first time revisiting these movies after watching all three of them. So I've never watched um, The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi like after watching um, Tross. So I'm seeing it differently. Let's get into it. Um, how about we start with... The introduction of the man of the hour. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I tell you the joy that I had? Like, just pure joy 
at seeing that man's ship on the screen <laughs> and like his music coming on like that's a feeling I can't even put put, put to words you know what I mean like there's just hearing his theme with his ship coming down and he's being so dramatic it's like honestly force awakens kylo was so dramatic and i love it he was so dramatic but i loved it oh my gosh so hot yeah so 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 would definitely recommend uh how do you feel i'm okay here's here's a question that we don't usually ask how do you feel about his costume because i feel like he has a very hot costume and when you see him appear that first time it's it's doing things right it is yes this time around is it it did some things the mask and then what the robe things? and everything it did some things but i think it did some things because like here you mentioned like uh there was intrigue with me starting germany mm-hmm. and my first fanfic was manacled and in manacled Draco wears like the mask and like right, yeah, right the yeah. robes and he has his mask. So seeing that mask and a robe in a different setting mm-hmm. and a different with his the voice gloves. and like the gloves, definitely yeah. the gloves. Oh yeah, <laughs> the uh, um, the force very sexy. being used in very sexy ways. Yeah, it's a sexy mask. Like I know mm-hmm. they went through so many iterations of that mask before they actually got to where they got. And, like, I know that they were probably thinking, like, what's going to sell the most, you know, in, like, toys. Yeah. But it's a sexy mask. (laughs) Like, it just, it is. So he walks out of his ship. He's all like, you know, I will will show you (laughs) the dark side. I love that you're not trying to make this sexual, but, like, his lines are so sexual. They really are, especially in this one. It's like, holy, are we supposed to not read into this? Are we? Like, he's stopping that, um, that, uh, what the fuck is it called? See, this is the kind of, that blaster, thank you. Like, this is the kind of stuff that I, I would have known two years ago, but I completely forgot what everything is called. Um, but yeah, so he stops the, like, blaster thing, bolt, whatever, you know, midair with the force. Like, that's sexy as hell. And, like, he keeps it up, and, like, it's just, like, a thought in his mind. Like, I think his hands are down at that point, but, like, he's still, like, massacring a whole village, and then, like, he just looks over, and he's like, yep, and it just, like, you know, continues on. And, like, just for context, ass, like, this was a huge thing. Like, this was a first. Like, nobody had done that prior to this movie, correct? Massacring a village. Mm. No, no, they've definitely (laughs) done that. AKA Anakin killing a bunch of kids. I know. <laughs> no, I mean uh, the the blaster thingy midair, like stopping something midair like that, and like keeping it up like that. I think that that's a first, or at least like from my from my memory, people were like, "Oh my god, he did what?" So is that like a scene in theaters where it was just like screaming, like all shocked and like probably? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like yeah. I did see this one opening weekend. But I don't recall anyone, like, you know, reacting to that. I think it was more so, like, oh, like, he's actually, like, a big bad. I mean, everything about Kylo was, like, a source of of conversation at first. Like, his, his lightsaber, a hot lightsaber. Like, they knew what they were doing. Like, I, I refuse to believe that they didn't know what they were doing. His, his lightsaber is hot. It's, like, crackling and purring 
and it's broken as fuck and it's just like it's fiery and one right thing that jj abrams did was give him that lightsaber because honestly love it it was so hot and i loved how it like resembled his inner like turmoil loved Uh it (laughs) just the sound of it it sounds hot (laughs) anyways uh all of this to say that was like a huge thing people like the fan bros were like oh my god sorry not the fan bros the dude bros were like oh my god he has like you know it's like a sword type of thing because that's never and it's not even a a working lightsaber like why does it look like that yeah anyways we are not coming here with negativity clearly um let's just drop that move on (laughs) i love how your your guys's voice changed when you guys were talking about because we hate them because they do sound like this yeah in my head they sound like this um anyways uh cutting to that scene we get um poe who gets captured and he sends bb8 away Uh um poe's captured and then that man who um gave poe the map um he tells he says to kylo (laughs) whose name we can't remember (laughs) it was like it wasn't a lore santaka no i made yeah yeah santaka I think, yeah. Santaka. Okay, there you go. Something like um, that, yeah. So, basically, he tells Kylo, you can't deny the shit. What was it? You can't You deny cannot the deny truth. the truth that is your family. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with that, but... Uh, something about, like, uh, the the dark side... Like, because he says, I will show you the, the, the dark side or something like that. And uh, doesn't he say, like, you did not arise from the dark side... So, you know, that's your first uh, introduction to the fact that uh, there's more to this character than meets the eye. Perhaps yeah. he did not originate from the dark side. Perhaps uh, he once was a very good boy turned very bad boy. So we get more of a backstory, right? With the next movies? Yeah. He's a princess. He is literally a space prince. He's a Disney prince. Okay, okay, rewind, rewind. So Padme and Anakin got married. Padme was a queen. Uh-huh. They had twins, Leia uh-huh. and Luke. Leia okay. married yeah. uh, Han, Han Solo, and they had Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren. So his grandfather is Anakin, uh, you know, Darth Vader, and his, his grandmother is Padme, Queen Amidala. Yeah, but also Leia okay. is Princess Leia. She was adopted yeah. by, like, you know, this man who, yeah, raised her, and she was a princess there. And that's why he's known as also, like, a prince, because his mom but, like, was a princess. But, like, she would have been a princess a anyway, you know, even if she hadn't yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because the twins but... were separated at birth. So they were raised not knowing who their parents were or any of that. It's a whole thing in this family. Is it? Is, is this where, where people were saying, people have said uh, the twins were separated and then they meet up and they kiss or something like that yeah. because they don't know they're related or something? Yeah. Because yeah. Right? Uh, George Lucas d- didn't know until, uh, was it uh, episode five, that he was going to make them siblings. Like, they didn't they didn't start out that way. They, were, they weren't siblings until they were. So he had them kiss. Before making the decision. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, so the seventies. It was a whole it was a whole other world, honestly, what you could do. I kinda miss it to be honest. Like just the just balls to the walls, wild ass shit happening and everyone's like, Okay, I guess they're siblings now. <laughs> uh, anyways, all this to say, um, 
as we do get more of a background to Kylo Ren and like his story in a way. But where were you going with the whole like Lord Senteca and? The, oh no, the that's where that I wanted is... to go. You oh, okay. literally just cleared it up when you said that there's more to Kylo Ren. Oh, we know okay. right off the bat that there's more to him. So BB-8 uh, makes his little, his merry little way through the desert uh, until uh, he reaches Ray. Well, before that, we're, we get this, like, introduction to Ray. She's scavenging for parts in uh, an abandoned ship from one of the previous wars. It's a lonely ass, lonely ass introduction, like... I, this music, I cannot tell you what this music does to me when it comes on. Even when I'm not actually watching the movie and I'm just listening to the piece of music, it is lonely. (laughs) She is so lonely. And, like, her introduction was just, like, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, as, like, you describe it. Like, how did that make you feel seeing, like, Ray, like, right off the bat, you know? Did you feel the loneliness or were you just... I felt the no- the loneliness when she was cooking by herself yeah. and she was struggling to to find food to eat and stuff. And when yeah. she sat outside the ship all alone, like that's when I felt like, okay, this girl's an orphan. She's by herself, and she's been by herself for a while. And then you see the little tallies on her wall, like you know she's counting something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. So we get more of her, right? In the next, like a deeper dive into. She's, she's the, the main, main character. character. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. That was great. <laughs> um, Disregard as I asked that. Um, but did you notice? Um, fun fact: the the bell and the flower. Yeah, there's a bell and there's a flower wilting, like a wilting rose or something, a wilting desert flower of some kind. Back in the like speculation days, pre TLJ, (laughs) this was all of us with our tinfoil hats, (laughs) tiaras. Um, sorry, yes, we, I mean, a lot of people like to think of this as like Beauty and the Beast, yeah, Kylo being the Beast and Ray being Beauty, and you know, there's a bell and there's a wilting flower. Do you see the kind of shit we had to put up with? And I mean that, like, in the best way. Like, this, this, we were holding on to shit like this. No, I took that and ran with it. I was like, this is how it's gonna happen. Like, yeah. I see it. But were the railos right, right though? Were the railos Hell right? yes! So, the bell and the flower, it really was a thing, okay? Yeah. Yes, us. Did you, uh, did you feel that in any way, yes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did not see or... Yeah, I didn't make any of those connections. I'll I'll point all of them out to you. There's a lot of little things like he's he um I think Maz call him calls him uh, or she she says those beasts as he's like, you know uh like arriving on Takodana, stuff yeah. like that. I swear to God, we were holding on for dear life <laughs> to all these little things, but it paid off because. The Raylos predicted the entirety of The Last Jedi. So we weren't, like, looking in the wrong places. I'm just saying. Yeah, so she, 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 you know, she's cooking. And then, like, she puts on the helmets. And she's watching the ships fly off, fly away, off planet. 
which is the saddest ass thing I've ever fucking seen because, you know, you know that she's longing for that, but she's she must stay because she's forever waiting for someone to come for her. The the theme of belonging is huge in this trilogy. Yeah. Of who's going to come back for you when you need them most. Anyways. (laughs) Why am I starting to tear up? Are you really? (laughs) Marge, you can't talk about these things. But I mean, someone did come back, okay? Anyway, so she meets little BB-8 in the desert. And I love how she's so... Like, I, I had forgotten how... Not mean she is, but like she's a little grumpy at the beginning she's of the like movie. She's like distrust like distrusting. Mistrusting yeah. is the right word. She's mistrusting. Yeah. Like she's kind of in that mindset where she's spent so much time alone that she kind of convinced herself that she's better off that way. Yeah. So she's 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 kind of, yeah, distrusting of BB eight. She's kinda of like, Don't invade my space, like I'm fine, like go that yeah. way. Like I don't I don't need a friend type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but BB eight perseveres <laughs> cause he's adorable. How do you like BB eight us? I love BB eight. Yeah. The little beep boop beep boop <laughs> little sounds. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> imitation. <laughs> no, it's like you sound like him. Yeah. Um and she says a line that breaks me again. I know all about waiting. Yeah. She knows all about waiting. And I, I also like the line where she's like, oh, classified. Really? Me too. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should wait till the third movie. Let's, to... let's wait until the third. Yeah. Movie. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Ray and BB-8's beginnings mm-hmm. um, were so cute. I loved them. I thought their friendship was so cute to see like how it started. And I just, yeah, I just love Ray, and I think Ray is such a great character right off the bat. Like she's just like, she's just great. I don't yeah. know where I'm going with that, but saying that she's great. Um, but she she does have you know flaws, and uh, you know when she goes to Ankar Ankar plot plot is that his name Ankar yeah. Ankar plot? plot? Yeah. Why is that difficult to say? And she has the the opportunity to have like a lot more portions. If she was to sell him uh, yeah. BB-8, oh, she does hesitate, which like I do like these little moments where it's like, well, is she is she going to, you know, it's it's a tough life in the desert. Like, am it I is. am I going to yeah. do it? Am I going to sell this BB unit to feed myself or am I not going to do that because, you know, he deserves to not be sold. Yeah. Like he's just a piece of junk. Yeah. But, like, we haven't really seen her upbringing on this planet, on Jakku. Like, we yeah. didn't really get to see any of that. We don't know how tough her life was. We know right off the bat, like, getting food is a hardship. And she barely gets mm-hmm. food with whatever she brings anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you don't know where her mindset was at at that point. And, like, honestly, my heart breaks for her. That guy, S, uh, Ankar Plot, he basically mm-hmm. was, like, her parent figure on that planet. So yeah. that tells you something about, like, what sort of attachments she has had growing up that big dude that tried to give her the food yeah, and stuff yeah. that gives her one portion yeah. yeah that's no daddy figure yeah that's not yeah. that's fucked up oh that makes me sad and she's been on she's been on that planet since what like six yeah i want to say, say six years old and, and she's, she's 19. 19 we have a nice comfy little 10 year 
hashtag Age Gap. Here. We love to see it. So, Seth, do you want to uh, talk about Ray and Finn meeting up? Um, so basically, um, we didn't talk about it, but Finn, during the, the first scene of the, the movie, we kind of see him hesitate and, in a way, wake up from his training. He is trained to be a stormtrooper, and he sees all this death, and he looks horrified. We obviously can't see his face at this point. Um, he's wearing his, his helmet, but he slowly starts to realize that what the First Order is doing is probably wrong, um, and he decides to help break out Poe Dameron, who is a prisoner on Kylo Ren's ship, as um, Kylo Ren has interrogated him, and um, so what happens is they break out, Poe and Finn, and Poe is presumed dead. Finn doesn't know what happened to him. They land on Jakku, and he doesn't know what to do. So Finn just goes, and he's like, in need of water, um, and finds water <laughs> in the most disgusting way. Um, but he instantly sees, uh, the BB unit and also Ray, who is kind of like in a scuffle with, um, Ankara Plot's, uh, I guess, henchmen. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so what happens is Ray and Finn meet in a way that, I guess, like, they just meet right off the bat. He... What happened again? Oh, yeah. So BB-8 told Ray that, you know, this guy's wearing Poe's jacket. I mean, like, we assume it. We don't speak, you know, droid. But uh, Mm -hmm. um, Ray (laughs) is, like, right off the bat, like, angry, territorial. And she's like, what the heck are you doing? And attacks Finn and thus starts their friendship in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. They instantly get attacked um, by stormtroopers and TIE fighters and... They kind of form an alliance in that way, knowing that they have to get to the resistance and give BB-8 to the resistance. We switch to so you know Ray and and Finn have this whole thing with the millen, millen, well Millennium Falcon, where you know they shoot stuff in the sky and it looks cool and there's music yeah. and we win, yay! It's great, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they escape. They're back in. They're in space, and we cut to. I know what scene you want to get to. Go ahead. <laughs> To, to the, <laughs> to Kylo, uh, you know, one of his um, men, you know, tells him that they managed to escape, the BB unit managed to escape Jakku with two fugitives, uh, and then the line, what girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the way he turns around and, like, stares at him. Yeah. Yeah. Or drags him in. And then he has a temper tantrum and literally, like, slices, like, the whole, like, everything. The whole room. And the thing here is that for years, we were like, why is he so suddenly interested in what girl? As if he's heard about a girl before. Should we talk about this now, or...? Uh, yeah, because I want to know if there was... You talk about it. Okay, I mean, I don't know what to mention. Okay, so in the comic books, yeah. are we talking about that uh-huh. scene? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically, Rey on Jakku, as a child, she felt something in the Force when Ben Solo became Kylo Ren, like when he fell to the dark side. So we... She I guess, felt it? She, she felt, felt it. it as a child. And he, like, I think he felt her too. I don't know. 
he did feel her. Yeah, they both felt each other. But Ray <clears throat> in the in the comic book, it definitely emphasizes the fact that Ray, when he turned to the dark side, she felt it, and she yeah something about like her feeling cold. Yeah. Um, and and that's when the connection actually started because we didn't know this, you know, up until yeah. when the Rise of Skywalker released. Because up until then, we thought that the connection between them starts in this movie, but later on. Um, but it was always there yeah. from the start. Um, so his interest in what girl, I think, is because he felt that he had this connection to a certain with girl someone yeah so my heart did a little pitter patter and i was like oh my gosh i kind of know where, the, where this is going <laughs> and he like you said he has his uh temper tantrum we love to see it kylo being dramatic again Ugh, love it the amount of times they probably have to do repairs on his ships all the time. like i feel like there's a lot of fanfics out there where it's like all the engineers aboard or like terrified of kylo and they're always like having to fix his shit like again <laughs> honestly side note um when uh adam driver did his matt the radar technician skit yeah. i seriously love it so much i love it too. and as if you haven't watched it i highly recommend you watch it sometime soon because after we the watch best. the movies though it might take you out of them just because they're like comedic, yeah 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 know? after the movies then uh but yeah they were great uh he did too so he did yeah it was Matt, the radar technician, and what was the other one? Randy. Anyway, it's undercover boss, so, like, it's Kylo Ren pretending to be, like, someone else in in the, you know, First Order, and it's funny. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so, what girl? And then he strangles the fuck out of that guy. Um, yes. Again, we love, we love quick anger. <laughs> and the gloves. We love all of that. Oh, we love the gloves. And then we have our first look at Snoke. We do. The evil mastermind of the series. Or is it? So what is he? Is he above everybody else? He is the supreme leader of the First Order. So the First Order is like the bad people. He's the leader of it. And he's also Kylo Ren's master of like, you know, so like he's the one that like Kylo Ren learned from Snoke. The dark side, basically. Yeah. So, so Kylo Ren is still his apprentice, whereas Hux yeah. is General Hux. So he's like in charge of the army, I guess you would call yeah. it. Uh, whereas Kylo is not in charge of that. He's an apprentice in the Force. Yeah. The dark side of the Force, which I think kind of still places him above General Hux, uh, just because he's a Force user. So therefore, he should be uh, hotter and uh, just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Speaking of is. a Hux, uh, so did you like feel any type of way about him? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> there was, what was something that? there. There was something there. I don't know what it was, but... I will say there's a crack ship in The Last Jedi that I'm actually yeah. like in love with, but I won't talk about it, obviously, until we get there. A lot of people shipped uh, Hux and Kylo here in The Force Awakens. I did, yeah, Ooh. I know. That was a thing for a while. I mean, I'm sure yeah. it still is for some people, but oh yeah, um, the rivalry between them and how they're both fighting for Snoke's attention and yeah, I see the appeal. There's for thick sure. of that out there if you're interested. Um, yes, <laughs> but is like I see it, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was into it too. Like I back in the the like pre the uh, the last Jedi days, I was into both Raylo and was it called Kylux? Kylux, yeah. 
I was into that too. Um, there's some good fan art out there, just saying. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, the important thing here is that uh, Snoke says there has been an awakening. Have you felt it? And he says, Awakening in the Force. Yes. Yeah. No, just there's been an awakening. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just there's been an awakening, but we know he means in the Force. <laughs> well, then that just makes it seem like there's been a sexual awakening. That too. <laughs> Um, but anyway, Kylo says yes. So he he he's felt Ray awakening to the Force. Cause, but then, yeah. th- how does that make sense in the grand scheme of things? Because has she Loki known her whole life that she was Force sensitive? No, uh, no, I don't think that was the case. I think maybe like the awakening was felt when she was trying to escape the Tie Fighters because she did like tune into like a part inside of her that helped her defeat them so maybe that was like the awakening they were talking about i think like she was always fated to be like the you know the ying tiz yang or whatever like even as a child i feel like that was always a thing so i don't think it was just like awoken at like the beginning of the movie i think maybe she had moments maybe she just like i don't know wrote it off as like luck or just like you know eerie coincidences um with her awakenings but i think like maybe the cataclysm could have been that i don't know well it would make sense if like he's just slowly getting deeper and deeper into the dark so she's naturally slowly awakening to the light and then he talks about and we get the reveal that han solo is kylo's father we're, we're at the part how, okay so did you at that point did you figure out that kylo ren was han solo's son no but i'm do they mention it i mean it didn't really hit until the bridge until the bridge scene he briefly says uh when he's when they're looking at the um, the segment of the map he briefly mentions that luke had an academy and there was one boy who uh, you know, turned to the dark side, killed off everyone, and left. That was supposed to be yeah. Ben Solo. <laughs> that's, okay. that's Ben then, Solo. Yeah, no, I didn't make the connection. <laughs> but then Snoke did say, like, you know, your father, Han Solo. Oh, like, they're in the... Right. Yeah, in that scene, yeah, he does say your father. That's right, that's right. Um, yeah. And then he says, even you, master of the Knights of Ren, have never felt such a test. And Kylo replies... <laughs> By the grace of your training, I will not be seduced. <laughs> the fact, seduced like, the to word the choice side, here, guys. But <laughs> <laughs> they knew what they were doing. I will, I, I will go down. There's no way that this was not planned. I will yeah. not be seduced to the light side. Really? Honestly, agree with you. I think from the beginning, Ray and Kylo were always supposed to be a thing. Raylo was supposed to, like, you know, have this, like romantic pairing i guess in a way mm-hmm. they could have easily said like i will not like fall to the light or something like that like they could have literally used yeah. any other word i will not turn to back to the light i won't seduced yeah seduced is a very like purposeful word used here and that made it into so many raylo edits oh we love the first raylo edits guys was like the Force Awakens and, like, all the videos on YouTube. I'm telling you, like, they were, like, intense. I loved it. Oh, uh, what's that? The the moon... Oh, fuck, what is it called? Moon... Moonlight? Oh, my gosh. I know which one you're talking about. Oh, God. That's, like, 
the Raylo edit of back in the day. I'll send it to you as Moon Dust. Moon Dust. <laughs> I'm sending it to you right now. I watched that shit so many times. <laughs> so, so this is something that you times. haven't sent already? No. That I haven't watched? No. Um, no. Okay, so I just like, this is one thing that I picked up. I don't know if I like picked it up, you know, when we first watched it or whatever, or like the many times after we watched it. But like, I really felt like the way the camera like pans out was very purposeful here. Um, like Kylo's looking up to like this giant figure, um, which we already know is like a ginormous projection of like Snoke. Cause Snoke's not actually there. Um, we see Kylo looking up to like, you know, the giant Snoke and he appears very childlike in the way like that, it, like his head's raised after finding out that he needs to now seek out his father and his fathership. Um, I just felt like, yeah, he looked very childlike. And we see this shot of like a tiny Kylo Ren looking up as like a child would look up to someone and like, you know, he's being like berated by Snoke and it's just like, he looks like a very lost child and like a lonely boy. Oh, no, I was going to say like in a way he turns into a child when faced with the memories of his past. Um, and maybe in, in fear when he's faced with Snoke, I don't know, but originally the scene was filmed with Kylo unmasked that was going to be the first time that we were going to see him unmasked in the movie and they CGI'd his mask on a because his face was too much to look at in that scene of something like that like his facial expression is just like it was too too much and then also because it meant more when he actually takes it off and it's for Ray. Ray the first time yeah. Mm. yeah for Ray not with Ray for Ray yeah for Ray um, no, and it just made me more yeah. sad about Kylo. And, like, I know, like, I'm a Kylo sympath- sympathizer. I get it. But it's just, like, seeing him look so much like a little boy in that moment. I was like, oh, my gosh. We have Kylo doing his, like, meditation thing where <laughs> he's the- connecting with the ghost of his grandfather. Or is it? Um, more on that later three movies from now um anyways um and he says forgive me i feel it again the pull to the light so this guy this boy okay five seconds ago he was talking to snoke being all like i will not be seduced (laughs) and now five minutes later he's like hold on a minute i feel it again Like, is that not funny to anyone else? I think it was just, like, him referring to, like, the whole situation in general. It's like, you know, my father, like, I'm going to have to face my father. Like, I feel this pull to the light again. Like, this real, yeah. like, memory of my past. But and, what is yeah. the pull to the light if not Ray? And Obviously, we know it's Ray. You know, his connection to Ray, who is in the light side. Anyways, that too made it into a lot of Raylo edits. Um a lot <laughs> yeah ray han finn bb8 make it to takodana yeah uh, to go talk to maz canada uh about oh sounded really canadian just then <laughs> about <laughs> <laughs> well basically like uh what are why are they there to get again? to the resistance yeah just because it's a resistance base right or something no, like that. well, to I guess to get to the resistance, I don't think they knew exactly where to go, or is that their point of contact? I feel like there was a reason why they made it there, but honestly, to be quite honest, <laughs> I um should have been doing other things as I was watching this. So like, anytime Kylo or Ray was not on screen, I was just <laughs> yeah. Finn is wanting to leave because he's a coward. 
Ray is like, no, we have to do this. We have to, you know, see this through. Make sure BB-8 goes back to the resistance. Yes. Were there ever any vibes where people were... Or were there ever any moments where people were shipping Finn with... Don't even. Uh, we're Don't not even going come there. at me with that. Because you <laughs> we know what? Are, we're not going Because there. There, was, there was... I noticed like two instances, right? Or maybe a couple where I'm just you like... felt icky, right? Sorry for the Finn Ray shippers out there. I hate them with a passion. Yeah, like I noticed little moments and I'm, I'm just kind of thinking like how the fandom reacted to that and... How did you girls take? Did you guys feel that no. chemistry between them? Heck no, did you guys? never felt it. There were yeah, so like the main, I guess not main two ships, but like the the two opposing ships was Finn and Ray, Finn Ray and Raylo, um, mm-hmm. after the f- first movie, and yeah, it was just not a good time. They were awful. I blocked so many of them. He may be into her, but she's very much like not she friend zoned him at the end of the movie guys like, yeah like don't hold my hand why are you still holding my hand i don't have a boyfriend it's none of your business oh yeah him you asking know her like it's very much like her constantly like being like no yeah <laughs> and then away. in the end she basically says like goodbye my friend or like oh, we'll see see each other soon my friend and that was it or like when he's leaving takudana she's like okay bye i guess yeah <laughs> you know like, yeah i mean their friendship, I, I'm probably gonna get a hate, like a lot of hate for this, but like I felt like it was so forced from the get go. Yeah, I never felt the friendship between the trio ever. Like, I don't know if it's just like maybe Daisy and John just didn't have like chemistry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is because you know there are like some people that have amazing friendship chemistry, and I just never felt it there. Yeah. Um. Or I don't with know. Hope. I guess like. In a perfect world, I wish I did, but I never shipped them romantically. Poe and Finn had a lot of chemistry. Oh, like I, gosh. I feel I'm sad. I'm I'm sad that they didn't go for it. It's Honestly, right there. Watching this movie made me so much more sad because I like not forgotten about how much I shipped them, but like I just yeah I don't know. I just watched this again and I was like, yeah, I ship you guys. I still ship it in my head. It happened. Yeah. Um. What What do you think of of Finn Poe? Poe and Finn. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see no like, with them to know. I mean, I saw a like a nice friend friendship form. Sorry, you know? the way but... Poe bit his lip when he was checking out Finn in yes. his own jacket. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> did it. I miss that? Girl, How did you yeah. miss it? He literally did a full bottom lip bite. Yeah. No, he really Let me did. Stop. Let's see. Like looking up and down, biting his lip. Like it looks good on you. Keep it. I remember that, but I don't. I didn't get those vibes. That's my jacket. No, 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 no. Keep it. It suits you. You (laughs) Okay, I see it. I saw. I saw what I needed to see. Thank you very much. And just like that, a new Finpo is born. Um, anyways, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, so Finn decides to leave, whatever. Ray, um, uh, finds a chest in the kind of like, how would you call it? The, the catacombs of the building? Yeah, yeah. So this like castle thingy, uh, Maz's castle, I guess. She like has a feeling and she hears like... I guess echoes of things and then she follows it and then yeah like you said she finds this treasure chest and inside 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 there is a lightsaber 
Anakin's lightsaber. And she touches it. And when she does, she gets this, like, force vision. We see her as, like, this six years old girl. Uh, Her parents leaving her on Jakku with the ship. And she's kind of screaming. Um, Interestingly, we see Kylo twice in this vision and it's the Mm -hmm. first time that she's ever seeing him like full-on seeing him or at least that we know of (laughs) so she sees him with uh the knights of rain (laughs) because i was gonna say the knights of ren in the rain (laughs) the knights of rain um he's kind of like walking towards her like almost as if he can see her in that vision like almost like she's there yeah um that was a major source of speculation back in the days uh and then we also see him in the forest he kind of like jumps out and like scares her type of thing yeah which is hot um anyways very in the book just to let you know us that in the book when she has this vision there's a there's a male voice this line will haunt me for the rest of my days who is not han solo who is not finn who is not anyone. It's a male voice that she says she hasn't heard yet. It says, I'll come back for you, sweetheart. I promise. <gasps> and sweetheart is the is the, the endearment that Han Solo uses for Leia. So who else would use sweetheart than their son later on? <gasps> yeah, and that is a sentence that will forever haunt us until we actually figure out what the fuck is going on here i'll come back for you sweetheart i promise i need fix this oh there is there is there are there's so many yeah um but one thing you didn't mention with the the flashback was Uh that moment i think it was the first moment she saw kylo like you said in her vision Uh um it seemed like she was being attacked but then he stabbed the person the person that's in yeah 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 yeah. so did he was he trying to save her or maybe is that a nod to like future films girl i swear the those days were so fun it was like trying to figure out what's going on here is this the future is this the past is she is this just a vision where she's seeing that eventually he will protect her in some kind of way i don't know i don't know because like we we thought this was a knight of ren that he was turning against and killing for her which now that i'm saying that out loud that's why i said is it a nod kind of connecting certain dots for me with certain events coming yeah um so yeah it was fun it was so much fun but i'll come back for you sweetheart i promise yeah is a sentence (laughs) but do we find out then no that's one thing that will always haunt us we don't know who said it we never will don't say never listen i will make one thing one thing very clear here ben solo is not dead ben solo will come back and i'm fully waiting for movies 10 to 12 thank you uh random question uh, the name Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Why the name change? Uh, to fully divorce himself from his true identity. Kind of like Darth Maul, Darth Vader. Like, you kind of pick a name <laughs> when you okay. make the switch to the dark side. Uh, ben is from, um, from uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which was, you know, Ben Kenobi. Yeah, a friend of the family, so yeah. he's named after him, which means hope, yeah. which 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 means interesting. He is the hope. 
of the galaxy, you know. Uh, and obviously solo for Han Solo, so. The only hope is what is what his name really means. Um, and uh, coming out of that vision that she has, uh, Maz finds her. And boy, oh boy, do we get another sentence here. Another quote. Honestly, the amount of sentences in this whole movie, movie. that, like, yeah. stays with me forever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. She says, dear child, whomever you're waiting for on Jakku, they're never coming back. But there's someone who still could. And then Ray says, Luke. But Maz doesn't say yes it's luke she says instead the belonging you seek is not behind you it is ahead meaning someone she has not met yet or at least that's how we all interpreted it (laughs) yeah this is a huge quote okay for raylo because it's like she is looking for a belonging but she is looking in the wrong places and with the wrong people or at least so far she has but there's someone who still could come back. <coughs> ben Solo. <coughs> From the dark side <laughs> is the end of that sentence, at least, yeah. for me. <laughs> I mean, for me as well. But, I mean, if you really just wanted to, like, watch it for what it was and not look at it any like in any deep way or, you know, not read between the lines, you'd be like, yeah, it's Luke. That's who she's talking about. But it's it's not. But, well, I mean, if the if this movie leaves you thinking that it could be the sec the next movie definitely lets you know that it's not Luke that's gonna come back. No 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 for her. So that leaves one person. I know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm acting like we don't know how this ends. Okay, honestly, okay, we need to stop with this. Like cause we're just like throwing theories at like us and like it's just like it's too much. So let's just like talk about it and like, you know. Yeah. But when when Maz says something like the belonging you seek is not behind you, it is ahead. Like, did you have any like, oh, I wonder who that is then or no? Mm, Or you're like, next scene, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, next scene, let's go. That's why it was funny. Well, next scene, let's go. Um, To the forest. Arrive oh, on Taco Donna. Listening. Their first interaction. Mr. Kylo Ren has arrived on Taco Donna to retrieve the girl. This is their first meeting. The girl he's heard so, so much, much about. about. No, and it's like she's running and like she hears him and she's like running. Yeah. You hear the purr of his lightsaber yeah. in the forest and so hot. Yeah, and she, like, she's faced with him right away, and she's afraid because she's heard all she could about Kylo Ren. And listen, this is the beginning of, like, the sexual innuendos between those two, where he literally puts his phallic-like lightsaber right next to her (laughs) mouth, okay? (laughs) Oh, Lord. What, what, What was the intention? Five years later, what was the intention? <laughs> if not to uh, threaten her with uh, a good time. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. That's funny. like the lightsabers are like it's it, it's kind of like a, a a joke, but like not really a joke. But like we all know that it's kind of like it's phallic like. Like I mean, swords are in general kind of mm. seen as like you know representation yeah. of that men's you know ding ding ding. <laughs> 
So did all the fans go crazy with that moment with the? Like, I mean, the railos that have like a little trash can. Yeah, at that point we did go crazy. We were all host for that moment. We were like, yeah. "What are you? What is he doing here? Why is his lightsaber <laughs> like right up next to her her mouth? Like, why does the yeah. what? What was he trying to do with that move? I don't know. But the whole scene was just filled with like the sexual energy. I don't even know if it's sexual yeah. energy at that point, but like this intense palpable chemistry despite right like him wearing there. a mask and like you know her being closed off and afraid I just feel like I don't know there was just like something there like from that moment you noticed it and you're like yeah the fact that he's hidden away is so hot like the fact that you don't see him you don't even see his hands because they highlight his leather gloves as he reaches out you don't even see his hands. He's fully incognito. You don't know what he looks like. And yet the two of them are capable of creating that sexual energy and chemistry between them. Did yeah. you feel it, S? Right then. I felt it. Like yeah, when he reaches out and you hear the gloves, you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he, he tries to use the force to look into um, her brain, see where the, the BB unit is. Um, and then, like, they they do this, like, clever little cut. Ugh, don't even. This is another thing that's going to haunt me, yes. Where one second it's his hand. One second it's his hand trying to pry her mind. And then it cuts. And he's so up close to her suddenly. His head is right in her neck. He's, like, right by her ear. He bent down. Why? <laughs> what was he saying to her, guys? Do you understand, As the torture that we went through, where we only had this to go off of, and we were like, why I, is he I so I can close? imagine. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, As like, last time we're going to talk about, like, these theories and, like, you know, how No, we're not. This is not the last time. That's not going to be the last time. It's not going to be the last time. Like, but, like, Marge and I would literally, like, just listen to theories on YouTube, and we would, like, I feel like we'd be, like, video chatting at the same time, and yeah. we would just be listening to them and, like... It'd be, like, maybe two hours long. <laughs> we would be, like, talking about it because we're, like, yes, this is exactly what we see. There's a heart with the trees. Like, there's hard oh, eyes. And, like... I'm, I'm coming with that one. Don't, don't you Anyways, worry. I'm going to um, mention it. Yeah, it was just a lot. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, in the commentary, uh, in JJ's commentary of, of this movie, the scene on Taco Dana, he literally describes Rey as a princess running down the castle steps. And then he literally says, and then the prince arrives. Like, how were we, we were supposed to not put two and two together? Sir, I have seen Beauty and the Beast. Sir, yeah. I have seen Disney movies. <laughs> Sir, this is a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Disney movie. But honestly, I can confidently say I've only listened to the commentary for these, like, sorry, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Yeah. And also Twilight movies. Like, those are the only movies in the whole yeah. wide world that I've listened to commentaries for. I think so, too, for me, yeah. So there's that cut where he's, like, really up close, all in her neck, like, sniffing her out through his neck, uh, through his mask, I guess. I don't know I don't what, know he, was what doing. he was doing. I think he's like, my soulmate, I sniff uh -huh. it. It's I, also kind of hot it. that she can't move. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like force, force bondage. Force bondage should be it's probably that's, see that's what I want to read. Oh, where there is a, all over. That's what I want. Archives of our own. You'll find it. Yeah. Um, you should look for the tag "inappropriate use of the force." I honestly did read a fic also where like she he fucks her fucks with the the, the lightsaber. Lightsaber. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's so many. Find the leaks, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> and his lightsaber is thick. It's a and big, veiny. long lightsaber. And veiny because veiny, of the wires. Yeah, it has veins. It literally has a vein. I'm going to send... We should send her... Go look up uh, close-ups of his lightsaber, SF, please. Uh, okay. Send to the chat. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so from this cut, we uh, jump to him suddenly deciding that... <laughs> Gonna I'm gonna him? I'm gonna wait for Seth to, to find the picture before we dive into this next moment because it's iconic. <laughs> like, tell me that this is not that this is not a sexual thing. It has a vein. Do you not see the red vein running I up the it. shaft? I get it, girls. I understand now. <laughs> yeah. So 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 you'll understand that when she eventually uh, uses his saber. We all fucking died. You can't talk about anything Sorry. yet. <laughs> Sorry. Like, you're the worst, Marge. <laughs> Remember that episode on spoilers? There you go. <laughs> that, that's me spoiling everything. Anyways, she'll forget. She'll forget. Right? That's, <laughs> you, 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 I didn't say anything. Right? Continue. <laughs> uh, anyways, so, Let's Seth, Seth mm-hmm. what, what is the iconic moment that follows the, the bridal carry? The bridal fucking carry. But wait, a little bit before that, I love the way where he's talking to her and he gets interrupted and he steps around her and like covers her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When whoever <gasps> yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like kind of hides her a little bit. Yeah. And then he does his little hand thing. You know, like falls. you saying that, are you like kind of alluding to like the whole like, you know, getting caught in a compromising position? The, the gentlemanly uh, act is to cover the woman who is in a compromising position. But that's the whole vibes I got. He absolutely does. (laughs) And so it's funny because we see that there's two uh, stormtrooper right there who he could very much ask to just like pick up the girl and bring her to my ship type of thing. Or use the force because we know he's strong with it. He could just have the force carry her to the ship. Yeah, but no, he's like, I'm going to carry her. Why not? Mm-hmm. So and let me send you the official. I think you already sent it to her. The official like no, I didn't. Star Wars art it. of that moment. Yeah, no, I didn't. I couldn't find it. Official art, s official art. Tell me it doesn't look like a romance novel cover. Oh wow! I know. Official. <laughs> That's the official. Yeah. They made it more romantic than it is in the movie. So romantic! <laughs> it looks like it's a cover for like an '80s romance novel. Yeah. This. This is something I would like to have on my wall. Like this is, yeah, this is nice to look at. So my man decides to carry her himself, like a bride. After he says we have everything we need. After he, he says we have everything we need, and uh, he's supposed to be looking for that BB unit, mind you. H- has yeah. he been looking for that? No. And he's like, no. I think I'm going to spend more time with her, actually, and bring her back to my lair. Because he does say, in all fairness, he does say, like, she's seen the map, so we can find answers from her. But uh... He could have done it right then and there. He just I wanted know. more time. As he's carrying her, and this is, like, bringing you, again, us into, like, 2016 speculation time, there is a rendition of the Romeo and Juliet theme playing as he's bringing her to his ship. It's right? Liter- it's literally yeah. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't catch that. And then, again, 
I really like tinfoil tiaras on. I'm really, I feel like I'm being thrown back to 2015. It's bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) But then we have a shot of Kylo's, uh, Kylo's ship in the sky with four ships in front of it, which everyone was speculating was very Hades with the Hades carriage with the four horses being like, and this was like the Hades and Persephone moment where she's taken off this green planet and she's, you know, the light force and he's the dark king or prince, you know, bringing her back to his lair to the underworld of Snoke's ship. But also, I also really, uh, this was something I think a lot of people talked about. Like we cut to um, seeing Kylo and Rey in Han's perspective and like Han Solo seeing his son take yeah. away this girl that he's supposed to be protecting and he doesn't yeah. know anything about it. He just sees it and he's like, oh. Finn is like panicked. Like, did you see he took Ray And and Han is like, yeah. My, it's my son. He's not a beautiful woman. It's my son. <laughs> so then the speculation was like, well, because Maz, Maz, when they're with Maz in the castle, she says, who's that girl? So the speculation was like, do they somehow know that she's going to be fine with Kylo because XYZ or something. Yeah, first meeting with Kylo unmasked. Oh, yeah. No, hold on a minute. Wait, we get that that lovely scene of Han and Leia reuniting. Oh, okay, fine. And Leia says, there's still light in him. I know it. The mom knows the truth, okay? Mom knows the truth, and I think right off the bat, we can see mom and dad's different mindsets Mm -hmm. when it comes to his fall. And, like, Han Solo is very, like, negative. Not negative about it, but, like, very, like, he's lost all hope. And he basically says there's too much Vader in him. Um, and Leia is, like, she's just, she just wants him back. And she says that um, she regrets sending him away. And she's, like, that's when I lost him. Um, and Han Solo also says, um, we lost our son forever. And Leia's, like, no, it was Snoke. He seduced our son to the dark side. But we can, we can still save him. So, like, right off the bat, you see, like, Leia is very hopeful about, like, her son's return, like, eventual return. She wants that to happen. Whereas, like, Han is like, I failed him, and I don't see how I can, like, pull him back, and he's too far gone. Mm -hmm. But also, you see why Ben might have ended up the way that he did when you see how they both cope with difficult situations where Han Solo just runs away from his problems and avoids them. Yeah. And Leia just throws herself into work and into the resistance. So both of them saw that there was something with their son, that there there was something trying to seduce their son to the dark side, that, you know, there was something happening there. And neither of them actually did what the son needed, which was... No. They sent him away. When they saw, like, his, like, struggle with the dark side, they're like, oh, go to your Uncle Luke. Yeah. And that was the worst thing they could have done. Damn. And also, guys, can we not mention Han Solo has been away from his wife for how many years? And this man's like, yeah, we 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 did what we had to do, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, you left her. So they, they were just separated? Like they weren't like space divorced or whatever? <laughs> space divorce. <laughs> Yeah, he went. He went and did his smuggling and his thieving, um, and then yeah, Leia, like you said, threw herself into her work. Interesting. So then we get the scene capitalized, the interrogation scene. Yeah. 
And this scene is particularly interesting when you contrast it to the scene where Kylo interrogates Poe. Po. Yeah. And how dark and violent that scene is where he's masked versus here where the light, the, the room is, you know, much brighter. Uh, he's crouching down as opposed to being, you know, towering over her. The opposing figure, yeah. Yeah, and, and so she she wakes up and she says, where am I? And he says, you're my guest. I know. Remember that Beauty and the Beast thing? <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> you're my guest. I see it. I see it. And she, you know, he says something about like, uh, I don't remember what he says, but then she says like, that happens when you're being hunted by a creature in a mask. Oh, yeah, because he says, you still want to kill me. I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right away he's like okay then i guess i'll take it off yeah this man full-on took off his mask which he's never taken off for anyone besides probably snoke yeah he takes it off for ray mm-hmm. and we see kylo ren's face for the first time and all of his luscious locks for the first time tell me this is not a shampoo commercial <laughs> i need to know kylo ren's Seriously? hair product you know regime like how how did that how does that go every day he has no right looking that good taking off a mask. And his lips. Adam Driver's his lips. lips they're pouty. Yeah. They're pink. Holy shit. Very pouty. Kylo Ren's lips are begging to be kissed. Us. How do you feel? Because I know how I felt when I saw that scene the first time. I know how I feel too. Uh, very interested and intrigued. Very. Mm. Yeah, I said I loved his hair the way he yeah. took it off and it was just yeah. like this poof. Did you expect him to look as attractive as he did when the mask came off? Okay, so this is the thing. Like, I've seen this before. Like, I've I've come across. So it wasn't me seeing that I the first couple times or whatever. It wasn't, um, there's no attraction there. Uh-huh. There was no, you know, it's, I wasn't different towards okay. it. No, but I mean, but now. Now, <laughs> let her finish. Now, now. it's a different, it's a different perspective. Uh-huh. I'm actually looking mm. and paying attention and I like what I'm seeing. That's yeah. great to know. <laughs> Love yeah. to hear it. Love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is something that could be posed to you um, as well. Like, did you expect this fearsome Kylo Ren to be like so princely looking, so beautiful? Like, luscious lips like tinted the right pink and like he has like beautiful luscious locks his eyes are just like he just looks well put together he has a good sleep schedule like Uh he's beautiful so here's a reenactment a live reenactment of me in 2015 seeing this movie for the first time in cinema i'm sitting there you know i've seen the prequels i've seen the ogs or ot's and I'm sitting there, you know, and he's got his mask on and, you know, you see he's gonna, he's about to take it off, which is like, what? He's about to take it off now? And I'm thinking like back to Darth Vader taking off his mask. <laughs> and that is not a pretty sight. That is not a pretty sight. No, and he needed it to help him breathe. For yeah. Kylo, it's a very aesthetic purpose. Yeah. Like that's yeah, the yeah. only purpose it yeah. has. It's a costume for him. It's yeah. it's an armor, you know. He's putting on putting it on to hide basically yeah. and and to try to push himself deeper into the dark side. I'm thinking like he's going to be butt ugly. Cuz I didn't know. I I I didn't know it was Adam Driver. I had no no idea who was playing this character up yeah. until that moment. Uh which was um. great. Like I had the 
best surprise, <laughs> but really, like the best experience. So live reenactment. Okay, okay. <laughs> and scene. He takes off the mask, right? Yeah. I went. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for like a huge gasp. He's hot though. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was my reaction. No, it was just like, oh, (laughs) because I was expecting like scarred, kind of like decaying flesh, just gray looking and like half dead looking. And then you have this princely man. Under the mask, his hair is looking gorgeous. His lips are red, like you said, and pouty. And I'm like, what is going on here? Exactly. (laughs) Okay, this just changed everything for me now. That was my reaction. So this was an awakening for you, for both of you? Oh, yeah. Majorly, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I was like, I think I was very much like you, Marge. Like, I knew, like, he was casted as, like, a character, but I don't think they announced who's playing who or whatever. Um, so, like, I just, I saw him, and I was like, oh, you know, like, it was just, like, whatever. Like, I, I wasn't, like, at all. I didn't know of him. I didn't know of his work, of course, um, when he was casted. So, I was like, oh, whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, I was like, holy shit, he's hot. And I, that's when I was fully on board, like you said, Marge, with this Raylo ship. He also never had any, like, dark side, I guess, features. Like, usually, like, Anakin Skywalker, he had, like, the, the reddish eyes or, like, you know, like, his eyes got darker and then you know there's like well because he was a sith kylo is not a sith so um so like i guess like does that indicate that kylo never made that obviously like that full transition to the dark side he never fully committed he can't bring yeah. himself to and and you know that was our reaction but funnily enough it's also ray's reaction in in the actual movie because she's she yeah. literally looks him up and down she <laughs> you can see hard. it in her eyes that she goes why yeah. is he hot though yeah <laughs> And then he gets, like, uh, all up close and personal. and Yeah. And he says the line that sh- sends shivers down my spine. Mine too. <laughs> he says, you know I can take whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also says, don't be afraid. I feel it too. Well, that's later on. Like, why is he saying this? But the lines he says in this one scene, it's just like... Yeah. There's a lot of Powerful. lines in this scene, but, like, why is he saying this? Yeah. We're continuing on with, like, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not making it sexual. It is sexual, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his voice is so, like, <sighs> like, raspy and, like, low in this moment. You know what? I, I mean, I kind of... I think I knew this, but... Since like like I said, it had been so such a long time since I, you know, last watched uh, the the Force Awakens. It kind of like, I kind of like re realized that he changes his voice for this character. Adam Driver yeah. changes his voice. Like he has a voice for for Kylo yeah. Ren slash Ben Solo. Like it's not his voice. He's such a talented actor. Yeah. And and it's so incredibly noticeable in sentences like you know, I can take whatever I want. Like, if Adam Driver was saying that line, he wouldn't say it like that at all. Mm-mm. But there's just, like, a, a princely aspect to the way he speaks, you know? It's not, like, you don't hear his, like, Midwestern American accent. <laughs> it's, like, you know, I don't know. It's, oh, I love it. Anyways. Yeah. No, girl for a moment there. S, how do you feel when that line happens? Very horny. <laughs> 
<laughs> Cow- it's like that gif. What is it? Horny and uh, scared? Scared. scared. Horny. <laughs> horny and scared. Not scared, scared and horny. though. Just horny. No, just, just horny. Um, as this was a scene I was talking about where, like, you can see, like, the heart eyes as he's talking to Ray. Oh like, the God, light yes. reflecting in his eyes were, like, little hearts. <laughs> and I'm telling you, every Raylo fan was like, yeah. it's a sign. Everything was a sign. But that was a sign. <laughs> but then, as is, you know, his um, habit, apparently, when it comes to Ray, uh, he gets really up close and personal again. He's like, I can't stay away. I must get closer. Really I can't. must get a whiff, you know. Uh, so again, he he he's right there, right next to her face, right next to her face. He's looking at her lips. You can see he's looking at her lips. He's looking at her chest. You can see he's looking at her chest. And uh, he starts reading her mind. And instead of actually doing the thing that he said he was going to do, a.k.a. look for uh, the, the whereabouts of the BB unit, or sorry, looking for the, the, map, the map, instead, he starts... Peering into her dra- or sorry, her trauma. You know, he starts looking mm-hmm. at what is what has this girl gone through? <laughs> yeah. And then like, he says, You're so lonely, so afraid to yeah. leave. You know, that's when he says, Don't be afraid, I feel it too. Like this boy right away, he's trying to connect with her. He's like, I yeah. am lonely too. I am afraid to leave too. I feel it too. Don't be afraid. I feel whatever's going on between us. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. going on here? <laughs> this boy latched on to her feeling of loneliness and he's like, Yeah, I feel that. Same. I just love it. He has mm. a one-track mind when it comes to Ray. He's like, work? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, what was I supposed to do? I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm just connecting with this girl. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and then uh, she says, I'm not giving you anything. And he says, we'll see. <laughs> um, but also during that scene, he peers into Ray's mind and he also sees, like, I guess this like budding connection she feels with Han Solo who we know at this point is his own father and this is after that whole discussion with Leia and Han um and Kylo basically says um you know he would have disappointed her and kind of implying his own father disappointed him slash maybe like wasn't there for him confirming Han's guilt he seems to be carrying as well in that moment um so in that moment uh, a door is actually opened between their minds though it was kind of always there but you know yeah it's fully opened where she is taking in some of his knowledge uh and he's kind of taking in some of her baggage (laughs) Uh, you know, there's sharing of information happening. Sharing of trauma and... Sharing of trauma, sharing of emotions, sharing of information and knowledge about the Force, the ways of the Force. She's kind of, like, downloading information, basically, in that moment. Yeah. Um, and she pushes back, right? She kind of taps into a little bit of darkness here. Ray, Ray taps into the dark really easily, just as he taps into the light, just as easily because neither of them is really ever fully committed to one side or at least they think they are but are they really so yeah and she says you you're afraid that you will never be uh as strong as Darth Vader so she taps you know he was he was calling out all her trauma and she's like right back at you (laughs) um and and he stops and he has this like moment where he's like Scared of like, <laughs> <laughs> Clutches his pearls. 
<laughs> Literally, he's like, oh. <laughs> what the hell? So, so yeah. So the difference between this interrogation scene and the one with Poe is just, you know, this was something that we kept pointing out, you know, yeah. uh, circa uh, 2015, 2016. Because it was like, look at the difference, you know, with yeah. one, it's violent, it's dark, it's he's masked. You know, he's, like, pushing Poe, like, further into the chair and, like, hitting his head. And, you know, with Ray, it's all like, oh, you lead the way, babe. It seems very gentle. Yes. Yeah. And it's very, like, push and pull. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an equal, like, give and take at this point. And, like, despite Ray being in constraints, she holds the power from the beginning when he kneels at her feet. Literally. So he leaves, you know, scared, horny, leaving, uh, running away. In that moment. Virgin Boy is very horny and very sweet. (laughs) And he goes to see his master. And his master uh, is not happy with him. And basically, uh, Kylo says... And and we are referring to him as Kylo for the most part in this episode. Because, you know, he is Kylo at this point in the story. Uh, But he says, the scavenger... Sorry, Snoke says, the scavenger resisted you. I just love that line. (laughs) And uh, Kylo replies, she's strong with the force, force, untrained, but stronger than she knows. And if that's not a quote on a t-shirt somewhere, (laughs) untrained, but stronger than she knows. (laughs) Yep. Um, And for your information, S, in the book, there's an added line here where Snoke peers into Kylo's mind and says, you have compassion for her and compassion is a very important wor- word in the star wars world mm-hmm. do you want to explain what compassion is compassion leads to love is that what you're talking about no it's the unconditional love you know when anakin says that oh my gosh i don't you say it because i don't remember it was so i don't remember word for word either <laughs> but it's like anakin basically tells padme oh yes and attack what is it the second one? yeah episode, episode two, two that compassion he would describe as unconditional love yeah and so the use of the word compassion here is interesting it wasn't in the movie but it was in the book and the book is canon so. <laughs> as like oh fun fact <laughs> <laughs> the more you know <laughs> right? it's literally that that gift the more you know <laughs> ray manages to leave Uses the force, uses her new force abilities that she got from Kylo to, uh, you know, uh, what's it called when they force? Jedi mind trick. Yeah, that one. The Jedi mind trick um, uh, to escape. And we just get that shot of, of Kylo coming back to the room thinking like Bay is still going to be there. And then Bay is not there. And he's like, she left me. <laughs> guys when he comes in he sees it empty and he's like no like he's wearing his mask so you hear like the deep like mechanical voice he's panicking and it's like he's like no and then this man literally like it was so hot i had to rewind it two times three times to be exact (laughs) him rolling his shoulders back like you know he's like full of anger like he's like rolling his shoulders back brings out his lightsaber and like you know he is hella angry and it's like he yeah he literally roars and then he he like starts fucking up the whole room no but for me it was the rolling of the shoulders because it was like it was so high and do you think obviously yes the reason he's angry is that he lost the girl but also 
Snow Kid said, bring the girl to me, mm-hmm. which would imply that she would be spending more time with Kylo if her, she, you know, she gets trained by Snoke. So they would kind of be uh, together in a sense. But now he's lost her. You have to understand that this is probably one of the first people that actually is force sensitive to the same level. Uh, level that he is that he's ever met besides like his parents well his mom and also and also like the first person i think he's met in terms of like i guess the like that he connected with yeah in the sense yeah, yeah. of like their loneliness oh he's yeah but just like connected with as well like just you at know, all at yeah. all yeah. um but through the force as well so this is like this was huge for him like he he felt like he had found possibly someone who could understand him and she left a belonging in a way this that you seek that is not behind you but ahead (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean at this point it's like kylo ren in the force awakens like his vision is very warped so like obviously like it's just not in the way that we envision it in the future for him it's a very dark connection in a way like it, it would just yeah he lost her, she left, and then we get uh, a, a brief line that has never hurt more than after 2019, which is Leia telling Han to bring our son home. And that line didn't used to hurt as much as it does now. I'ma just say that. Tearing <laughs> up again, guys. <laughs> So Han and Chewie are there to blow up the weapon that, you know, will destroy where the resistance base is. Um, and we've seen the weapon in action as it destroyed um, the Rep- was it the Republic, right? That was funding the resistance. Um, and we saw that massacre. Um, so we know what it can do. Um, so Han and Chewie are doing that while um, Finn is on his way to rescue Rey, who's basically rescued herself at this point. Um, and... Han sees Kylo on a bridge, and he decides to approach his son. Um, a for literal the first time. bridge, you know the thing that connects two points. <laughs> you know yes. the thing, like the literal representation of one soul hovering somewhere in between the dark and the light. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, so this is the first time Han Solo and you know his son reconnect. Ben have seen each other. Um, in years and how does it go guys so he screams out ben and and is that not the first time we hear his name in the whole movie yeah his actual name that we figure out that he's called ben yeah um and he turns around and he says han solo i've been waiting a long time for this something like that for this moment to happen or whatever Uh, he's not talking about him as if it's, it's, it's his father. He's literally no. just saying Han Solo. And then he said, Han says, take off that mask. And Kylo says, what do you think you'll see if I do? And Han says, the face of my son. So Kylo takes off his mask. Again, great on masking. He looks amazing. He's like painted in red. It's great. The I fact that it. he's not sweaty in that mask. What is the ventilation like? Like, I don't get it. Sweaty sweaty Kylo is the next movie. We're not there yet. <laughs> I'm just saying, amazing ventilation. Mask, amazing. no, A plus on manufacturing that mask. Basically, uh, Kylo says, I'm being torn apart. I want to be free of this pain. I know what I have to do, but I don't know I if don't I have know the strength, if I have to, strength do it. to do it. 
I know. Will you help me? And he very much looks like a lost little boy in that moment. He yeah. he does. Yeah. And uh, the lighting is masterful how it's yes. done in this scene because he's painted in red, but then you have... <laughs> you have where Ray and Finn just entered this ray, or I guess this like ray what? of light, ray of light, literally, because it's where where Ray is standing, and it's light. That's so it's like possibility, hope for redemption, for turning back to the light side, and it comes from Ray, which is like, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> Her name, obviously, I feel like was very much on the nose this whole time. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, for him, yeah, ray of light. Yeah, and he holds out his um, lightsaber uh, to to Han, and Han, uh, you know, puts his hand on it, and as he does, the ray of light goes out. The light goes out, you know, mm-hmm. and as the light goes out, you see uh, Kylo come to. Or I guess, because he was going to change his mind in that moment. And that's been said by JJ. Like, he was truly contemplating turning back to the light in that moment. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, Mm -hmm. he really was. Um, But then he didn't. It wasn't the moment. Uh, And the light goes out and you see it in his face that he changes his mind. And he goes even deeper into the dark. And it's all red again. And he kills his dad. So, S, you mentioned this scene uh, earlier. Yeah, that was sad. Because, yeah, like how you explained it, you see him kind of childlike. He's very childlike. And the tears in his eyes, too. So I thought he was... So that's interesting because I thought he was manipulating the dad. he really was contemplating turning back. Well, that makes it even more sad. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Han, like, you know, that unconditional love of a father. Like, you see, he's like, it's okay. Like, it'll be fine. You know, we have you. We'll support you. And then, like, it just wasn't enough at that moment. Yeah. And and Kylo, after he kills him, he literally says, thank you. Yeah. As the as this, like, evil music is playing, which I love that piece yeah. of music so much, um, that he says thank you because he truly believes for that fraction of a moment that he, that killing his dad will make him stronger in the dark side. He thinks that. And you have that shot of Han um, caressing his face. And in the book, it's it specifically says that Han forgave him in that moment. He forgave him right away for killing him. Um, and it doesn't take but a moment for Kylo to realize that killing his dad didn't make him stronger. It made him weaker. You see it on his face, that little flinch. Right away, he's plagued by grief and yeah. pain at losing yeah. his father and probably uh, feeling his mom's anguish as well through the force. So, so yeah. And Chewie, Uncle Chewie shoots Kylo, which like, as Chewie raised Ben, like he was Uncle Chewie. Like they had a relationship. Oh, really? Yeah. And Chewie shoots him in that moment. That is so sad yeah it's sad but like i mean chewie lost his best friend that he's had for like all these years you know and they've been through so much together um but like back to like the whole scene of like you know kylo's supposed full fall to the dark side i i hate jj abrams y'all know that but like we can't deny um that he did a good like he didn't do a good job in this scene like i think he did a really good job 
um, was showing his supposed fall. And like we said, we talked about the light and like how he appeared younger. And I just feel like it's just done so well in this moment. Like this scene is masterful in that sense. And I loved seeing like Han caress like Kylo's face in that moment or Ben's face. For him, that was Ben. And it like obviously foreshadows the cut on his face from Ray in the next segment, which I mean, obviously could be like seen as the scar that is left within him for killing his own father. But it's like externally, you know, visible. Yeah. So from this, we we skip to uh, they're back in the forest uh, and Finn and Ray are confronted with Kylo. Yeah. Who's like, we're not done yet. <laughs> He's fully in his like angry, angry era. <laughs> and he keeps hitting he his keeps wound. He keeps hitting his wound to fuel his oh, yeah. rage. Well, and that was so hot. I know it's not supposed to be hot, but I'm like. But it is hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hot. Yeah. So as uh, what that was about is that basically, like we said, he thought it would make him stronger, but it actually weakened him. So he's hitting his wound to fuel his pain and thus fueling his rage to yeah. like try to push himself further into the dark by through pain, which is like kind of intense when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And not allowing himself to feel, you know, the grief. Yeah. 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 Of losing his father, of killing his father. Sorry. Yeah, so Kylo starts doing all these, like, lightsaber twirls, which I've really missed. Hot. Hot, but, like, I really missed them. Like, he does them a lot in this movie, and then never again, I feel like. Well, no, that's not true, but, like, you know what I mean. It's so, yeah. it's so dramatic. He's just so dramatic in this movie. I love yeah. it. Um, anyway, he has this, like, well, he pushes Rey into a tree, which is the first and only time he's ever hurt her. Yeah, or, or will that, ever hurt he just, her the entire trilogy. He would never. But he was mostly just trying to get her out of the way. <laughs> yes, and also, like we said, he's full of rage, full of yeah. pain, and I just, yeah, he is just over it all. Yeah, and uh, uh, I love that Finn picks up the lightsaber and Kylo says, that lightsaber belongs to me. <laughs> Yeah, because it does, baby. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love the way he says it because a first of all, it's a family heirloom. Okay, so yeah. don't be touching that. Except his future wife, which can touch it, because he he doesn't actually mind that much. Future when it's wife Ray. can touch dick for sure. <laughs> can touch his dick for sure. <laughs> uh, but when it's Finn, no, 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 no. That's that's a major no. And I love how like in their fight scene. Kylo is playing with Finn. Like, you can tell, like... Oh, yeah. Kylo's like, you know what? I can kill him. you in two seconds. Girl, he literally punches Finn, which is the biggest fuck you. It's like, I don't even need to <laughs> use know. the force with you. I can punch the shit out of you. <laughs> I know. I love it. I mean, sorry, I shouldn't love it. But I do. It's just, it's great. He really is toying with Finn. Because Finn doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And no. again, like, I just love what... I just love the physicality of Kylo Ren. Well, I guess Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. Where it's like, he's using his whole body. You know? And and it becomes even more obvious, like, later on. But his lightsaber feels so heavy in his, in you know, in his hand. You know what I mean? Like, the way he's fighting, it's like it's hitting yeah. and hitting hard. One thing I really picked up with this movie, like, him in full armor, him even just, like, in his Kylo red moments, he's heavy. You hear the footsteps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel how heavy this, like, 
moniker of Kylo Ren is for Ben Solo and like certain moments and like it's so weird you hear it and you you see him move with like not with grace at all he is heavy everywhere Mm So, uh, remember when Finn picks up the lightsaber and he goes, that lightsaber belongs to me. Well, when Ray wakes up and she grabs the lightsaber, he literally falls in love. His heart <laughs> eyes. Like, I'm telling you, I see heart eyes. <laughs> like, that look. If you watch any of, of Adam Driver's movies ever, okay, when he does the, like, I'm in love look, it's His that look, look of love. It's that look. He 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 has like a look for when his character falls in love and that's that look. And he's literally amazed. Like he's just looking at her heart eyes, just absolutely entranced by the fact that this woman has grabbed the lightsaber and she looks good doing dick. it. His yeah. dick, his family that, no. Okay, no, 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 that's not. <laughs> The family jewels. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but anyway, like, you see the difference, us? It's like, suddenly he's like, wow. Wow, she did. She just did that. Did anyone else see that? Like, <laughs> did My anyone wife else did see that, what guys. did? <laughs> <laughs> no, and yeah. And that was, like, the moment that switched for him. He was like, yeah, I, I can I can work with this. I can teach you. Yes. And again, they start fighting and it's very much he's toying with her again. He's trying to push her to see what she can do, how she can fight. Uh, She's very much the one like on the offensive, maybe more more so towards the the latter part of this um, fight. But like, Mm -hmm. but he's very much like toying. He's not really trying to hurt. He's just trying to like... Let's see what we can do together. I think you're right on the nose with that, where he's, like, literally seeing what she can do. Like, she's very much full of anger, full of rage. She's the one attacking, and he's the one that's kind of, like, is it parrying? Like, but at first, she's not necessarily attacking. She's kind of, like, running away. She's running away, but, yeah, like, later, like, the later half of the fight, for sure. Um, and then they have this moment uh, at the cliff's edge where he's kind of, they're locking, you know, their lightsabers are locking, like you know, uh, again, sexual innuendos, if you will, um, and swords crossing and all that. Um, <laughs> They're hopeless. And he could literally kill her in that moment, right? He could kill her ten ways if yeah, he wanted to. Yeah, because she has her eyes closed. She's trying to, like, tune into yes. the Force, and this man's just gazing at her face and telling her, I can teach you the ways of the Force. Yeah, you need and a teacher. I can, I can teach you the ways of the Force. Like, he could kill her. And yet he does not. He takes that moment to look at her and just give her the moment that she needs. He's just like, take whatever time you need, babe. I'm waiting. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> like, we know he could uh, use the force to, to freeze her in place. He, he could do all that. He's shown throughout the movie that he can do those things. And yet he chooses not to. Like, he obviously doesn't deserve, a, like, a gold star, guys. We're not, like... <laughs> Shut up. Yes, but also we know, like, he has done bad things, but at the same time, he has chosen not to do certain things. No, this is, this is a Kylo Ren, uh, we are Kylo Ren apologists. Yeah. Here, so. Yeah. If that's yeah. a problem, I mean, you've made it so far into the episode, um, sorry. So she comes out of that, like, you know, force trance where she was, like, connecting with the force, whatever, 
And that's when she makes the turn and you see how Ray is, it's very easy for her to tap into the dark side as yeah. well. Um, and, and that's when she goes really on the offensive and he's just, now he's, he's the one backing away. <laughs> he's like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, and they have that like really nice yin and yang imagery yeah. where like yeah. his lightsaber is being, um, is it his? Yeah, it's his. The, the, the dark side is being pulled down and the light side yeah. is being pulled up through the, the blue lightsaber and the red lightsaber. And they make a perfect diagonal line. They make a perfect yin-yang sign, yeah. And that's when he gets the sexy scar. Because, of course, he needed a sexy scar. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. Which she gives him. Uh, she gives him the, the sexy scar. She really cuts him down, puts him on his knees. Um, Literally, yeah. In that moment. And as she goes for, like, the killing blow, the mm-hmm. ground opens up between them. Meaning the Force doesn't want... The Force is like, nah, not happening. You're not killing him. That's not happening. Uh, and that's when the cliff is, like, literally heart-shaped between them. <laughs> where, are you, where are you girls seeing Ten, these hearts? I saw no damn foil hearts. hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Ten foil hats. I'm gonna go back to the freaking movie. And You're just gonna have to like, see my No, but for real, for real, the cliff is like 100% heart shaped. Okay, the, yeah, the, little, the horse like, is like, you guys need to have some love between you. Yeah, the the hearts in the eyes during the interrogation scene, like one could argue against that, but like the cliff is a literal heart. Okay, they could have edited the heart eyes out of Adam Driver's eyes in that scene post-production if they wanted to but they didn't they so. could have but they chose to edit them in so <laughs> so they wouldn't take him out exactly <laughs> so anyways end of movie that's it the end i'm kidding <laughs> i mean kind of is though that's where um, my notes end i'm like the rest of it i don't care <laughs> yeah but anyways uh kylo is left on the cliff ray goes um with chewy and finn into the millennium falcon and then we see finn basically in a coma and ray meets Leia for the first time and they hug. They have a hug. And I guess it's their like their shared grief. Future mother in law. Yes, mother in law, sure. But like their shared grief of losing Han. Um <laughs> yeah. and then Ray, well, R2 D2 wakes up and then the rest of the map is there and Ray is on this quest now to bring back Luke Skywalker and she makes it to Octu, where she finally sees Luke Skywalker, the hero of the galaxy, for the first time. So, as Force Awakens is over, Raylo, thoughts. <laughs> Go. I wanted to start the second movie. Ooh, wow. Okay. It. Interesting. Just for the Kylo and Ray. Oh, you'll be served. Just... You'll be served. How did you feel about, like, the end of their arcs individually by the end of this movie. I'm just looking forward to seeing how their story continues because I'm still left wondering more about Ray. The the director of the next movie, uh, when he watched uh, The Force Awakens and he was writing The Last Jedi, his kind of like jumping off point was the interrogation scene. Like for him, he he said that there was something there that was interesting to him that there was something to 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 do with that between um, them too yeah 
between whatever is going on there like how can mm -hmm. we explore this further how what does it mean what happened at that moment and how can we explain it so it's definitely part of the next movie well i mean join us next week as we talk about unprotected sex and all things raylo <laughs> wait a minute what <laughs> what do you mean unprotected sex huh you'll Explain just have yourself. to watch and see <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Um, so you definitely see it as like romantic here, or like potentially I, romantic I, yeah. eventually. I I saw some things. I felt some things. You I'm felt intrigued. things. Yeah. Yeah. Things were felt. All right. Well, that's good to know. Uh, I'm very happy. It looks like Me our uh, trying to convince us to become a Raylo part one might just yeah. be the part one. <laughs> <laughs> we might not need a part two and three. Uh, we well, won't we'll do it anyway, though. Anyway, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed this episode, and uh, hopefully you'll join us for uh, part two, The Last Jedi, uh, whenever that happens. I don't quite know, as we're recording this, how we're going to post the episode, so I don't know if it will be, like, back-to-back, -back, you know, one every week, or uh, if there will be other episodes in between, but nonetheless... Uh, hopefully you'll join us for them. Uh, maybe we'll have guests. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to reach us online to let us know uh, how you feel about Raylo uh, or Kylo, Ray, uh, these movies in general, uh, or if you're still very salty about that. <laughs> uh, feel free to reach us online uh, on Instagram. It's Romancing the Monsters podcast. On Twitter, it's the RTM Pod. TikTok is no, yes, no. TikTok is Romancing the Monsters Pod, and Gmail is Romancing the Monsters Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Uh, just search for the name of our podcast, and you should be able to find us. And feel free to subscribe while you're on there. Why not? Uh, also, if you're looking for me specifically, I'm on both Twitter and Instagram at Foes and Lovers. And you can find me as on both Twitter and Instagram at But This Book. And you can find me, Saf, on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros Blows. And also, if you would like to subscribe on any of the podcast platforms that we in the world, and you can also leave reviews on Apple Podcasts as well as Google, not Google, Spotify if you would like and if you have the time. So we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.